2: Welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Tuesday, March 7, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and you know me from my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at Rotowire over the last 2 years. I'm enjoying these NBA pods as much as any of those too. As usual, I want to invite you to follow me at StatsMan22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast is my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on Rotowire's website.
1: Well, on Rotowire's website, you can find me covering NBA games daily um, in the preview and recap section there. And then on Twitter, it's at Official. that's d-b-r-u-n-o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l, for all kinds of different updates, tips, and some opinions in there.
2: All right, Dan, let's begin by taking a look at tonight's NBA schedule, which includes the following three games.
1: Yeah, so at 8 o'clock, we've got the Trailblazers visiting Oklahoma City, where the Thunder are a six-point favorite. The Thunder really need to end the three-game losing skid that they're on right now. Um, Even though they've still got a good cushion on that seventh place, I don't think they want to drop another one. Um, And also Portland's game was postponed last night. They were supposed to be in Minnesota and the court was unsafe conditions with condensation. So uh, Portland's got a little bit of extra rest there. So the over-under in that game is 221.5 with the Thunder as a six-point favorite. And then at 8.30 you got the Lakers visiting Dallas where Dallas is a 10-point favorite. Shows how far they've come since since, uh, even a couple months ago. So Dallas is a 10-point favorite there with an over-under of 205. And then at 9 o'clock, we've got the Wizards visiting Phoenix, where the Wizards are a five-point favorite with an over-under of 228.
2: Okay, Dan, before we get into FanDuel and uh, our lineup projections for tonight, we want to remind our listeners that we have a second sponsor for these pods, and they've joined us recently called pristineauction.com. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. They have daily auctions ending nightly with hundreds of lots available. There's tons of stuff for the Man Cave. Always something perfect for a fan of any team. If you're concerned about authenticity, that's a really important factor. They guarantee authenticity and all items come with an authentication from only the most trusted of sources. If you're talking about affordability and concerned about that, most people don't think they can afford some of this stuff, but it is much more affordable than you think. I mean, consider some of the stuff that I'm looking at this morning. I see a Bobby Orr signed a jersey for 200. and It just went up. And that's not much more than a regular jersey costs. And then they also have Walter Payton signed stuff. They have Le'Veon Bell, if you're looking for a more current player, $126 autographed and framed jersey. So something for every taste and every sport, really, on the docket there at uh, pristineauction.com. I'll remind you, it's spelled P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction. And uh, it's quick and free to register, free to bid, and you only pay when you win. Uh, lastly, I'll remind you please to mention in the How Did You Hear About a section of the Princeton Auction site, there's a drop down, and RotoWire is one of the options there. It's important to us because we want to know how effective these spots are, and it'll measure the success of, of these ad- advertisements. Let's get into our position by position breakdown, Dan, and see if we can help our listeners make some money on this thin Fanduel slate today. All right, let's go over to the point guards and uh, look and see. At the top of the board, we have Russell Westbrook and John Wall, the only two guys above ten thousand dollars. Of course, Westbrook's well north of that at thirteen thousand one hundred. I ask every week for the ten thousand plus. Uh, Dan, is it a player fade? And given that there's only three games, it's going to be a tough choice to come to make. I think.
1: Yeah, well, I think given the short slate, if there's a guy like Westbrook out there who's a potential 80-point threat, which he did in his game before last, 83.9 FanDuel points, I think he's a play for me, even though the ridiculous price tag, it's not without just cause. So um, I'm looking at Russell Westbrook tonight for more than just that uh that he's capable but because he's coming off a little bit of a slower game compared to his own standards it's it's funny when we can call a 48 point fan duel night 48 fan duel point night a slow night but that's what he's coming off 29 points only six rebounds five assists in his last game um the coach is doing a great job limiting his minutes keeping him around 35 minutes a game which is very wise to keep a guy like that fresh for the playoffs but uh the real thing i'm thinking is that okc's dropped three straight and i think westbrook's going to do everything he can to make sure it's not four straight so uh i'm looking for him to have a big night tonight against portland
2: yeah and i think this is going to be a high scoring matchup we all know about the portland backcourt they're going to keep him in the game too so as long as they're firing westbrook's going to need to stay in the ball game and certainly that helps build the case for spending all this money on him and what about john wall at ten thousand two hundred? his team travels to phoenix
1: yeah i like john wall too there um Eric Bledsoe is a pretty decent defender that he's going up against, but uh, I think John Wall should be able to run through that team pretty well. Um, the Phoenix has been giving some people fits lately. Uh, um, they've won two games straight, or three games straight, that is, um, with an incredible game winner the other day uh, by Tyler Ulis, a game-winning three. So Phoenix is is not been a slouch lately. I still like John Wall in the matchup, but it, it shouldn't... It, it makes it better that it shouldn't be a blowout game. It should be a bit of a tough game for Washington, especially in Phoenix, where the Suns have been playing pretty well lately.
2: So there you go. We can make the case for spending north of 10 grand on your point guards of choice tonight. I doubt you'll b- want to get both, be able to get both of them in, but one of them should be good to go in most FanDuel lineups that we'll recommend. If you want to drop down a little bit below that, we can take it into uh, the Damian Lillard at $9,600, Eric Bledsoe, 8500 and D'Angelo Russell, Tyler Ulis, Jordan Clarkson—that's the guys that are north of five thousand. Yogi, Yogi Ferrell as well. So let's take a look at that group: five thousand and uh, up to ninety-six hundred dollars. It's a quite a wide range, Dan. So you can spend a little time going through a few of these guys.
1: Well, Portland's another team that's battling for a playoff spot. They've won two straight. There are, only, there are two games right now out of out of eight, and uh, you know Damian Lillard's going to be doing everything he can to make sure that they. Have their best shot of getting in there, but still I think he's got a tough matchup on the other side of the ball. Uh the thing is, if if you're not gonna go with one of the other big guys, Westbrook or Walt, I think Damian Lillard is a great substitute. But I, I do like the other two better than him in tonight's matchups. And the other thing is that Portland missed their game last night, which you know it could be some added rest or or it could have just kind of thrown them off a little bit. So I I'm, I'm not too sure how how their rhythm's gonna be coming out tonight in OKC where uh the fans are going to be fired up
2: yeah and looking at the starting uh, players in in these games it looks like the uh the lakers and the the dallas club they're the ones that offer the cheaper uh, point guards of choice in the head-to-head battle if you're looking just at the lakers and dallas game dan you got jordan clarkson on one side and yogi ferrell on the other side does one guy get the edge over the other in that particular matchup
1: well the thing is here with yogi ferrell He's, uh, he's a bit up and down. He's coming up uh, coming off a little bit of a slower night in his last game. Uh, he had those few miracle games when he first broke out. But then he's kind of come back to reality a bit. He hasn't topped 30 FanDuel points in a, uh, until about 10, 10 or 12 games ago. So, I mean, he's a good pick for $5,100. You'll get the value return with about 20, 25 FanDuel points. But the thing is, I think you have a better chance of of topping that with either jordan clarkson or d'angelo russell um the thing is d'angelo russell too has been he he has that, that, that big game capability but the thing is there seems to be a couple nights where he's just really off and the coach is just not having it with him and and i've seen him kind of be nailed to the bench a little longer than you would like him to so i mean he's coming off 31 Fanduel points in his last game then 27 38 25 and then 46 And then a 33. So in in all his games since the All-Star break, he's been consistently above 25 with three games plus 30 in there. So D'Angelo Russell at $6,400 is is a good good pick, but you just got to hope that he's on his game tonight. So I, I would give the favor to the Los Angeles point guards there. But if we're just talking about that game specifically, one value play on the point that I like there is Devin Harris. For thirty six hundred dollars, uh, Devin Harris had a good game in his last game out, and especially with Darren Williams out of the picture, it just opens up that point guard rotation a little more. So Harris is coming off a twenty point Fanduel night in his last game, although you know in the last four, three or four games ago, he only had six points in two games straight. But I still think if you're looking for a value play on the point guard, he's probably your best bet in terms of that.
2: You know what i I like all that you said, but i'm kind of interested uh, to see what my lineup might look like if I go with one of the Dallas point guards and maybe pair him up with the top guy on the board that we spent some time talking about here in Westbrook, that might be a way to lever uh, to offset the big price tag and go a little cheaper with the second option yeah, i If one of these guys gets a good run tonight they could they could uh, hold up their end of the bargain for sure let's go over to the shooting guard position Dan and uh, we look at the top of the board there the top guy is only eight thousand dollars that's Bradley Beal we we don't have anybody over the ten thousand mark owing to the fact that we only only have three games and uh, Beal's the top guy and right behind him we've got CJ McCollum part of that uh, terrific backcourt in Portland do you recommend one or the other or both here
1: um well I feel I feel like uh $8,000 is a little bit of a deterrent for me for Bradley Beal. I feel like that's a little bit too much for what I feel like I'm guaranteed out of him. I I feel like he's a good guarantee for 30 FanDuel points, but I don't think I should have to pay $8,000 for that. Um, Even though he is a bit of a threat to go 40, um, he's touched 50 um, a little while at the beginning of February one night. But other than that, he's pretty consistent around 30, 32 with a couple 40s mixed in there. So I think the price tag on Bradley Beal is a little high tonight. Uh, if if I could fit him in, I'll take him, but I, I would be very happy to go with a combination of C.J. McCollum, Seth Curry, or Devin Booker in my lineup.
2: Yeah, you can make the case for McCollum very readily because he is up against a a lesser light on the other side of the ball. Probably Alex Abrinas is is the top option there because it looks like Oladipo is a game time call. So that gives McCollum a bit of an edge if you're going head to head. And that becomes a part of my thinking a lot more when we're talking about, uh, as we say, only a three game spread uh of choices tonight so that's the top two guys what about that next group including well we're going to fade all the depot obviously but Seth Curry obviously make a name for himself uh quite apart from the fact that he's got a famous brother in the NBA as well he's almost matching him in the last few weeks he's at 6,200 bucks might be a good play there uh Dan what about some of the other guys three the two other guys over 5,000 Devin Booker and Wesley Matthews
1: well I, I have had a hard time believing that Seth Curry is for real but He's got four straight games with 20-plus points, and that's just points, not FanDuel points. Um, so he's really proving that he can get it done. He's topped 30 FanDuel points in in about five of his last six games, which is a pretty good percentage. And he's been above 20 FanDuel points in about his last 10 games. So it's, And he's consistently getting the starts. Mark Cuban recently said he's sold on him. Um, they were calling him Swaggy Swag, which I don't know how I feel about that nickname. But anyway, um, I think we can we can start to believe in Seth Curry as a legitimate, consistent uh, threat in the NBA, and and uh, for that reason, I would I would definitely consider him in my lineup tonight, just given the slate and and how it could work out throughout the rest of the board. And then the other guy here, Devin Booker, I I think I feel like ten- he's due for a big game. He hasn't really topped. Um, He's been around 15, 16 points in his last three or four games, and I'm looking for him to get up to that 25, maybe 30-point mark in the points column, which he has done many times this year. So I think, like I said, I think he's due for one of those big games. Uh, Phoenix is riding some momentum now. Uh, they're playing at home. So I, I like Devin Booker tonight too.
2: Even with that matchup with Beal, Dan?
1: Yeah, I, I do. Like Beal's a good defender for sure but uh, Devin Booker's played against a lot of good defenders and proven himself to be able to uh, deal with that so I mean for six thousand dollars I'm I'm almost positive he's going to get me 20 plus FanDuel points which you know I would be okay with let's say anything above 25 from him or 20 you know around that range for six thousand dollars I think I would be expecting something like that and anything more would be um, a bonus so i think he's very capable of getting 30 plus tonight
2: all right what about the rest of the guys at the at the two position well it's
1: uh it gets pretty thin from there you got wesley matthews you got nick young uh nick young's coming off a big game in his last game but he was slouching uh much before that um and wes wesley matthews uh played 32 minutes in his last game after missing two games i came up with 21 Fanduel points um but i think they're He's still a good pick for fifty two hundred bucks, but I think there again most of the minutes are probably gonna go the way of steph uh Seth Curry as a starter and uh so Matthews will be picking up where he leaves off a guy to completely stay away from is Brandon Knight, who hasn't been touching the floor for Phoenix. Uh, I know they were looking to trade him, and I don't know what's going on. they just don't like him there anymore and then you got Alan Crabb, who's a game time decision with a leg injury, so uh i'd I'd stay away from him unless you hear something different come come game time.
2: Then at the small forward position Dan there's no top end option. Otto Porter and Harrison Barnes the top guys on this board priced at $6100 each. Are you playing either one of these guys or playing both of them perhaps tonight?
1: Well, Otto Porter is probably uh the most attractive option here for $6100. This guy can really put a lot of points on the board and the great thing about Otto Porter is he affects the game in so many ways. Um triple threat points rebounds assists kind of player plus a few blocks and steals in there so even in an off night like he had last night you you could or, or in his last game on uh on uh, Sunday you'd call that a really off night for him only 11 points in 31 minutes but he came up with still 21 FanDuel points not horrible not a complete bust you would you would have likely been expecting more out of him but um I mean you know he could have been worse so i think uh and the game before that he came up with 39 FanDuel points um he's had a couple spotted uh slouches in his last about seven or eight games but pretty well consistently he's he, he's averaging 28 fan duel points per game and that's about just what he is that's what you can expect from him i think that's good for sixty one hundred dollars especially up against phoenix like you said uh, i think you said it should be a high scoring game yeah. there so i like that and then uh and then you got another two guys here harrison barnes and tj warren um Harrison Barnes hasn't had to play the hero too often for Dallas. Uh, they're spreading the scoring around, they're passing the ball, and it's not like a, an ISO kind of team where they're giving him the ball, but he's still coming up consistently with 20, 25-plus FanDuel points per night. He's averaging 29.5, and he's right around that in his last about six or seven games. So I do like Harrison Barnes tonight too against against the Lakers with a bit of a soft kind of defense there. All so right. I like I like Porter and Barnes for sure.
2: And Warren, you covered off a little bit. you want to say anything more about well, him? Well, with Warren, I think he's got a tough matchup
1: against Otto Porter. Right. And I think uh, I think the guys from Phoenix, the scoring's going to probably gravitate elsewhere, probably more to the guards or their big guy there, Alan Williams, has been playing really well. So, I mean, TJ Warren had a good game recently, but uh, I would only take him if I had to, if I really need to fit somebody in within that price range
2: all right let's although
1: sorry although we could mention he's he's really right around 30 fan points in about his last six games so he's a good look too lots our, of good looks tonight here
2: yeah well you're gonna find some value plays below the line here too possibly maybe looking at the likes of maurice harkless and andre roberson you want to cover those guys off maybe boyan bogdanovich
1: well yeah i like i like all three of them i've got them all three highlighted here um bogdanovich is a great price tag four thousand dollars for this guy i mean He's uh he's not very consistent. He has one big game and then disappears kind of. But uh, if you hit him on one of his 25-plus nights for $4,000, it's a great pick. His last game, he scored 27 points, 29 FanDuel points. The game before that, off game. But then the game before that, 27 FanDuel points again. So for $4,000, that's a good roll of the dice on Bogdanovich, especially in Phoenix. And uh, Roberson and Harkless, similar kind of players playing uh the way they play the game harkless is maybe a bit more of a scorer but i like that matchup too there between the both of them
2: okay we go to the front court now and we look at the big men uh, who uh, who might factor in tonight marquis morris and julius Randle and dirk nowitzki the three guys at six thousand or more topping up with morris at four sixty six hundred dollars again no high-end option here but three pretty good players in their own right
1: yeah again it's it's hard to. Uh, to, to thin these guys out because I think they've all pretty, got pretty favorable matchups against each other and, and they're all playing fairly well. I mean, uh, Dirk Nowitzki is just, this guy is unbelievable. He's like a machine. He's he's still going, um, coming off a great game in his last night out, 35 FanDuel points um, with 18 points in 30 minutes of action, 12 rebounds. Um, so Dirk, is he hasn't been below 20 FanDuel points in about, 15 games almost so he's really he's really pumping out there and and uh, he, he's looking to get to that 30,000 point uh plateau his teammates have said they're looking for him he's up against uh the Lakers tonight which is a pretty young team and and Dirk could school them a little bit and he, he seems to always get out to quick starts and Fanduel um really affecting the game early points rebounds so I do like Dirk but another guy here that it's worth to mention that Markeith Morris playing against uh, his old team that he had a little bit of beef with, and I think he's going to come out uh, with fire in his eyes tonight too. So you can uh, he's got a favorable matchup. He'll be up against Marquise Chris, who's a rookie there, and I think Markeith Morris might school him a little bit too. So Dirk Markeith Morris, great looks. Um, Julius Randall is a bit bit more of a gamble. He's uh, $6, six sixty two hundred dollars, so it's not a bad price for a guy who's going to top twenty Fanduel points. Um, he comes up with these magical nights where he gets around 50, 60, he came up with 60 in hit two games ago. But before that, the last time he did something like that was, um, probably in, in 2016. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, Markeith Morris Morrison, Dirk Nowitzki, I like a lot here.
2: Yeah, in, in and I think inch. I think it's good that you mentioned the head-to-head matchups here. Certainly, Marquise Morris looks to have the best matchup at the power forward position because yeah, you're going yeah. down to the sixth spot to get Chris. But the mm-hmm. other four guys that we mentioned are all playing against one another. And so you have to look at, OK, how effective can Nowitzki be to minimize Randall defensively? Dirk's not known for the defensive side of the ball, really. So maybe that gives Randall a bit of a boost as well. In terms of Cantor and Aminu, I think to me that could, that's a wash and it's reflected in their daily, their daily Totals in terms of fan dual play, they're both right around the same numbers and right around the same price point. So, if you're going to pick one of those, you better get it right.
1: Well, you know what? I I do like Cantor in this matchup uh, just because Portland, he's going to be the biggest guy on the court at some points in the game. Um, When when Nurkic is not out there for Portland, uh, Nurkic is starting for Portland, Cantor's usually coming off the bench, so they shouldn't be matched up too often. So, I think uh canter has a good chance to really uh dominate the paint for point portions of this game too so i think he's he's a pretty good look for fifty eight hundred dollars
2: well you mentioned marquis chris he's priced it at forty five hundred dollars he's certainly a value play option taj gibson is down there too at forty two hundred then larry nance jr is injured he's a game time decision with a wrist injury uh ed davis is out with a shoulder we know that Uh, what about any of those names or any others below the five thousand plateau dan
1: well i'm 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 not a huge fan of Marquis Chris and FanDuel. He has some good nights, but there's too too many um, nights where he's not there for me so forty five hundred dollars um, that's not the gamble that i'm going to take tonight for sure uh if you're looking for a real gamble in this or a tournament play here uh, you can look at Noah vonley he's starting for Portland a real cheap thirty five hundred dollars um, playing about twenty minutes a game, maybe a little bit less but uh He's he's capable of topping uh around fifteen FanDuel points. He's only averaging nine per game uh on the season, but that's because he's was coming off the bench and deeper in the rotation for most of the season. Now he's coming out to start. So if that guy can get something going early, maybe he stays in the game and he and he racks up a few points.
2: Very good. Let's take it down to the big men in the middle now. The top man on the center totem pole is Yusuf Nurkic with a $6,700 price tag. There's two other guys in a group over 6000 so we'll deal with Gortat and Noel as well in his new digs in Dallas. Uh, what do you see from any of the three guys here?
1: Well, I didn't know you were Bosnian. That was a pretty good uh, <laughs> pronunciation there on on Nurkic. I'm not even. I'm just going to keep it with the you know old old American pronunciation. Nurkic but anyway uh I, I I'm not I think he's he's perhaps maybe the most one of the most talented centers on this board right here but I I don't really like his matchup up against Steven Adams and and trying to deal with OKC trying to trying to contain Westbrook's drives and stuff like that dealing with Cantor if he ends up against him dealing with Taj Gibson so I think Nurkic is going to have his hands full I don't see him filling up the stat sheet to a great extent um I think it might be more beneficial for Portland to go with a more athletic, uh, kind of versatile lineup in this one, but we'll see about that. So I like, I like some of the other centers here a little more. Somebody I do like here is Nerlens Noel playing at home against uh, Dallas. I have to double-check if he's going to get the start, but even still he should play about 20-25 minutes a game. and uh, It'll be nice for him to be back home at, in his new home at Dallas and he'll, he'll probably be looking to impress the fans. His last game, uh, his last game was a bit slow. Only 16 minutes, 17 Fanduel points. But the game before that, 35 minutes, 44 Fanduel points. So he's a bit up and down. Uh, depends, depends where you're spending your money, really. But I, I have a good feeling about Neerland's Noel tonight. Um, as far as Gortat and Stephen Adams are concerned, I I don't think either of them is going to be the focal point of their games. One guy though that I. I probably do really like here is alan williams of phoenix right. who has been uh, showing showing the league what he can do lately uh, coming up with some massive nights um and for 5500 bucks i mean this guy's topped 30 Fanduel points in three straight games 19 before that and then 45 and he's playing around 30 minutes a game for phoenix and coming to the end of the season now i mean i think they're gonna they're they're pretty much sitting tyson chandler they're not gonna wear that guy out um, maybe as a favor to him, and also as a favor to some of the youngsters to let them see what they can do. So again, Alan Williams, his 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 great play has coincided with Phoenix's three-game winning streak. So I, I think you can bet you're going to see more of Alan Williams tonight. And the good thing is, even if that game goes south for Phoenix, he's still a player that they would probably keep in the game to to get his uh, his legs more accustomed to uh, what's going on there.
2: Now, I uh, I know that there's five centers that are above the 5000 mark. Is there any value with all the line? We haven't talked about any Lakers centers. You got options like Mozgov at 3500, Tariq Black. Are those guys worth a worth a cha- a shot tonight, for instance? But I don't or? think
1: you're going to see much of Mozgov. They, he did get some action against the Pelicans, but that's because the Pelicans have just a bunch of towers there, so they needed to combat fire with fire there. So but with the you're going to look at value centers. Probably Tarek Black uh, from the Lakers is one guy who's, who's going to play. Uh, I mean, he's, he hasn't been doing much in his last games. He's topped uh, t- top 15 FanDuel points in two of his last three games, 10 FanDuel points in his last game, playing about 17 minutes a game. So, again, not a great pick there. But if you're looking to go cheap on your centers, which wouldn't be the worst idea tonight. I mean, I don't think any of these guys are going to have massive nights. Uh, so I don't think you'd be losing out too, too much. But another guy here you could take a look at maybe is Salah Medri here for Dallas. You might get a few minutes there. Uh, again, though, it's the same situation as Black. Not too much, and, and probably around 10 FanDuel points would be a reasonable expectation out of the guy.
2: Okay, Dan, that's your best suggestions and mine. What, what does the Rotowire optimizer suggest for tonight's three-game slate?
1: Well, the optimizer gives us... Russell Westbrook at the point and John Wall at the point, which on a night like tonight I kind of agree with I don't see a big problem in spending big there because that's where the big players are and you don't really want to miss out on those guys on, on such a short slate so you kind of have to you have to go where the light is sort of uh, and then and then it gives cJ McCollum at shooting guard and Alan Crabb so Alan Crabb's a bit questionable because he's a game time decision, but maybe uh we'll go, I'll go through this optimizer and then. I'll do another one by excluding Alan Crabb and see what it gives us. So after that, for, shoot, for small forwards, it gives us Harrison Barnes and Brandon Ingram. Ingram's somebody we didn't mention. He's $3,700 salary. Um, he went missing a couple of games ago, but, but bounced back in his last game with 24 FanDuel points. So he's a bit up and down, uh, around 22 FanDuel points per game. But then he has spotted games where he only, he only gets single digits. So he's a bit of a roll of the dice there on Brandon Ingram, but that you get what you pay for. And then Julius Randle at power forward, along with Marquise Chris and Alan Williams at center. So, I mean, even though I wasn't a huge fan of Chris, I mean, he's still a good play. He's going to play a good bunch of minutes, and, and the optimizer does well to uh, include him here, I think.
2: So let's see. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to go into the second promo, Dan.
1: Oh, well, I promised I'd refresh the optimizer. So I did it with now out Alan Crabb. So this version of the optimizer shows no game time decisions. So I'll just run through quickly. we got Russell Westbrook again, John Wall again. So these guys, FanDuel lineup optimizer pretty much says these guys are must plays. Um, And then it gives that shooting guard, CJ McCollum, Alex Abrinas. Abrinas, if Oladipo is out, is a pretty solid gamble. $3,500 thirty five hundred bucks, he's getting some minutes there. Then Harrison Barnes and Brandon Ingram at small forward, Julius Randle, Marquise Chris, and Alan Williams at the uh, front court. So pretty similar lineups there. You can see what the optimizer is suggesting. Westbrook Wall, Alan Williams, Julius Randle, Marquise Chris. Are pretty are staples in two versions of the optimizer.
2: Well, I love the fact that you can put Chris and abrinas in the lineup tonight, and then that affords you the chance to put the big dollar guys in there. I think that's a pretty sound bit of direction. It wouldn't surprise me if we see a lot of those similar lineups tonight on the board in terms of some of the games that go on at Fanduel. And speaking of Fanduel, on behalf of our friends there, we want to remind you, our listeners, that baseball is just around the corner too. Don't get stranded on first base without a wire membership, and don't miss on this great offer folks make your first deposit on fanduel today and you'll get a free six-month rotowire subscription with it go to fanduel.com rotowire to claim it uh, you must be a new fanduel user in order to be eligible users may only establish one account on fanduel that's fanduel.com rotowire well, Dan, with only three games on the board, uh, are you going to focus more on the individual matchups tonight when you put two teams together, or are you going to try and stack a few big dollar guys? I think I know your answer to this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, individual matchups are important for sure, but I mean, on a night like tonight where there's a couple huge potential guys like Westbrook Wall... Um, I think you might be left in the dust if you don't if you don't go with at least one of those big guys. So I think on a night like tonight you really got to see about trying your best to get the top performers in and and try and fill in at some of the positions where you think you there might not be um, massive performances coming.
2: Yeah, based on what you've come up with, I think we got to try and get both line, both guys in in terms of the tournament plays, and try and fit in the right guys for the home run ball in the thirty five hundred range at the other end. And we gave a few names out there, so there you go, everybody. Have a look at Fanduel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas for Dan Bruno, who you can follow at D Bruno Official. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman Twenty Two. Good luck with your Fanduel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.
0: Own your own business. Got small ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Got medium ambitions for this business? Of course you don't. Who has medium ambitions? You got big ambitions. If you're a growing business with big ambitions, you want to grow with Granger. Granger has the products, the services, and more importantly, the commitment you need. Total commitment. If you're a growing business, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.